You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original of the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is the Blue Meanie. And Meanie, today is a very special All Ask Meanie episode. We have not done a full <laughs> Ask Meanie episode since I want to say June of yes. 2020. Uh, so man, we're going to do it. Uh, but in the meantime, before we get started, what's on your mind? Oh man, I am full. Uh, man. How was <laughs> your Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Meanie? <laughs> uh, that Thanksgiving was uh, delicious. What did you think about, I know you were watching the game on Thanksgiving, Uh, (laughs) third quarter, Yeah, I think we all know what I'm referencing, but holy crap, right? Yeah, I I don't want to get sued for giving too much away of a thing that already happened that I watched a million people watch. Oh my God. That guy did that thing, and uh, that... Yeah. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't think you even do that on television these days, but holy... I would never thought that they would do the George Carlin bit of no. putting random landmines out in the fields. No, did not see that coming. Uh, you know who else no. didn't see that coming? The wide receiver, <laughs> may he rest in peace. So, jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was, yeah. so rough Thanksgiving for them. For them. A great Thanksgiving for, for all of us. Uh, I, I ate and then I ate again. Yeah, seriously, uh, it was and a then lot. Then I of made fun. room for dessert, and then I ate again. Mm. Yeah, and uh, apologies to your sister, of course. Uh, we do have a plumber <laughs> on behalf of mine of the meanie coming out um, yeah. to take care of things because I know you pretty much shut down their plumbing for the whole street. I heard. Yeah, my apologies to the roto roto and the rooter uh, who had to unearth mm. that fucking thing. Jeez. That, it's like somebody walked in. Is like walking through Jurassic Park. You know, just a petrified. My goodness. Thing. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. But I know where we're going today, and it's all ask meanie. So if you're ready, let's do it. Let's do this. I'm TV Steve Allen. Ask me anything. Ask me something. All right. A lot of gas for this one. We're 
cooking with gas now. And speaking of cooking with gas, let's start with Andy Slichter's question. What is your favorite holiday meal? We're talking Thanksgiving. We're talking Christmas. We're talking New Year's. We're talking Easter and other. That's what he wants to know. So last week, we kind of went over our whole Thanksgiving uh, our favorite Thanksgiving meals, but uh, let's talk about Christmas. Slichter, of course, he meant to mention Hanukkah as well. Um, uh, spoiler: <laughs> Latkes, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Uh, so yeah. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite Christmas meal? Christmas meals a lot like the uh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving meals. Yeah. It's the same yeah, thing. Babe. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the sequel. Uh, uh, mine was always Chinese food. Oh, yeah. Uh, being Jewish, that's what uh, yeah. we would do. We'd get Chinese food on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day yeah. or both. Well, uh, then you see the family from A Christmas Story come in because uh, the <laughs> bumpkins dog ate their uh, Christmas day. <laughs> uh, what about New Year's? Uh, do you have a New Year's? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you because know, Easter, you got ham. Uh it's a good secret thing my grandmom used to do that I love with the ham. Is you have to put the cloves on it. Uh, cloves and orange juice. I thought you said clothes. Cloves. Like you have to dress, like you put the little pants on the ham and button up the shirt. And uh, <laughs> I was like, clothes? I was like, I guess this is, I just said I was Jewish, so I guess I really don't know the traditions here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking with Josh. Yeah, you have to dress the ham. Um, I fist it and I have a puppet show and uh, <laughs> just fisting the turkey over here. Uh, <laughs> I saw you taking that sip of water. I had to fucking, I had to shoot my oh. shot. Oh, man, I almost shot my shot all over the screen like I'm watching a, Debbie does Dallas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Debbie does Dallas? Yeah, that was a thing. I never actually saw it, but a, oh. a, a, a kid I went to school with, I don't want to say a friend of mine because it's not anybody that I've ever referenced before, but a kid I went to school with, his uh, parents had a laser disc player back in the day. Yeah. And we were flipping through all the options. We settled on Jurassic Park. Um, but there was Debbie does Dallas and I'm like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's a pornographic laser disc. I was like, oh, wow. who that's a little, that's a little too, uh, too stiff ski for me. Uh, if you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. anyway. Well, the, the, the hard part about watching something pornographic is to find a pornograph to play it on. Uh, I was going to say the hard part about watching something pornographic is the penis. <laughs> Manscaped <laughs> promo code Meanie Twenty free uh, shipping. Yeah, because if you're gonna be watching porn, you don't want to have to break out a, a you know a, a legit weed whacker to get to that thing. No, you want to do the uh, the the weed. <laughs> you want to do the performance package four point. I don't know. We'll do that read later. Um, yeah. But and, meantime, and one thing you want, then the one other thing you don't want to do while watching porno is eat Cheetos. Mm. Man, that's a surefire way. To, well, you certainly don't want to do any of the hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're off to a fiery start here. <laughs> so. Uh, so speaking of uh, Easter, <laughs> oh yeah, La we were talking laser discs. Yeah, we were talking 
Remember yeah. those? Um, yeah, they were going to be the ne- they were going to be the uh, the Brock Lesnar of uh, of uh, they're digital like media. <laughs> I don't know. They're fucking hipster DVDs. The next big thing. Yeah, they were going to be. Oh, you mean I have to get up and flip this movie that I'm watching? Yeah, man, nothing. Nothing I love more than being interrupted in the middle of a movie to do manual labor. Yeah, yeah. What were they fucking thinking? Couldn't they could just have have a laser on the other side that fucking shoot up? Right, you'd think two lasers yeah. in your in your player. Yeah, yeah. Fucking idiots! <laughs> and it asked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh right. I wasted uh, on that. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still oh. just uh, I'm just hung over from my uh from Thanksgiving. That's why I, uh Jeez. it was my my Thanksgiving was tripto fantastic. Uh I don't yeah. know about yours, but and my eggnog farts are straight up blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh eggnog eggnog <laughs> farts are no fucking joke. I let out an eggnog fart the other day. I was like I smell blood. <laughs> I, <it's>... Vampires start <laughs> sniffing around your asshole. <laughs> like a dog. Like Gangrel, how'd you get here? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I know I've been wearing this Luna shirt, but... No, seriously, eggnog farts. Oh. So I'm I, like uh... put, I put eggnog in my coffee and you know, just drink that and it's... So I've been looking for an eggnog creamer. So I just, uh, I, I've been actually, I've been drinking this coffee since last week's episode and, uh, <laughs> it, uh, but I have, I have like, I, so I had been just going to Wawa and getting coffee when I realized was as much as I love Wawa coffee, it was yes. really the, the, the creamer I was putting in it. It was really that, that French vanilla or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just finally just spend some time getting like a coffee mate? you know, at the, at the grocery store. Cause I would always go yeah. past and be like, I don't want to spend the time looking to see which one I want, but I finally got it and it's delicious. And I'm now drinking way too much coffee. Um, and, uh, I also bought, what's your, what's your, what's your Wawa flavor? Uh, well, I mean this time of year, sometimes I'll go for like the, you know, the more holiday flavor things, whatever. But traditionally I do uh, half French vanilla, half bold. That's the thing, man. That's the good thing about Wawa's. You can just like, yeah, have a remix. Mix match. I do a little uh, hazelnut, a mm. little uh, Cuban. Oh, okay, yeah, very nice. But then I put that yeah. French vanilla creamer in, and it's just good stuff. Yeah, uh, not good yeah. for me. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, no, nah, but I just all, yeah, whatever. It's you know, yeah. It's the only time of year I really do the creamer and stuff like that. You knew, normally I drink my coffee black like my heart, but, you know. <laughs> but I no, I mean I was uh, I was looking for um, some eggnog creamer so I could kind of yeah. you know. But then I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I did buy, I haven't opened it yet, uh, but I did buy the um, the cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, nice. I uh, th- that creamer because we talked about that on the show a long time ago. Somebody recommended yeah. it, and I never had it. So now I finally. Um, uh, yeah, I fi- finally um, decided to dig in there. Um, there should be more creamers after cereal milk. Well, like, that's the whole thing. They're like, it's cereal milk. So now I'm just like, okay, yeah, it's cereal milk. It's the best thing. But I'm not just drinking it straight. So now I got to find what coffee is going to go best with it. 
Because, right. yeah, you have all your mem- my memories of, of drinking the cereal milk that went along with my Cinnamon Toast Crunch did not involve coffee <laughs> being mixed into it. So I got to make sure it's all going to go really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, I don't think we even answered Slichter's question. Oh, the uh, best holiday meal? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, was this enough for you, Slichter? Was <laughs> this a good enough answer? Are you ever satisfied? <laughs> um, yeah, basically. Oh well, yeah, we went off the rails because I said like Easter ham that has has cloves mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> pineapple, and you you pour the orange juice on it. Mm. You know, let it cook, and you go back in there with a the baster and get that orange juice yep. that's already at the you know recycled and. Put it back over time. As long as it's not a recycled baster. (laughs) 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 What's in this eggnog? (laughs) Uh, Where are my clothes? Why is the window open? Why is my back sticky? Um, (laughs) Where's my purse? Who are you and where's my horse? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Slickter, you're not getting an answer. Um, (laughs) Fuck you, Andy. Question. (laughs) See what else we got. All right. Little Jimmy from Nebraska writes, Meanie, if Josh and Adam couldn't do an episode, who would you want to host? Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, or Pretty Polly Bromwell? Pretty Pauly Bromwell. Has he been referred to as that by anybody else? I don't know. But Paul Bromwell's fucking killing it, man. Yeah. He's the man right now. You know, he's he's really good. I feel so, like if you were, like, Bischoff or Jeff Jarrett, like, I feel like it would, would almost be, be like you'd be hosting and interviewing them. Right. You know? Yeah, Paul, Paul yeah, you know, if Josh and not Josh aren't ready, <laughs> uh, and uh, Pretty Pauly. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we'd have to keep the, you know, cause he's local just like you and, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Bernard and Adam Bernard. Bernard wasn't even local enough. And we're like, he did like this one show from Pittsburgh. We're like, listen, motherfucker, you want to keep doing this show move. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we made him quit his job and, yeah. uh, packed up know. the truck. Yeah. They stole his kids Xbox. And, yeah. Uh, that was it. Unrelated, my kids are going to get an Xbox, a used Xbox for Christmas. No. Um, <laughs> they got their ears to the door. Ah, yeah. You know, with um, the glass. They are, you know what they are actually getting? What? Uh, we got them a Nintendo Switch. Nice. Um, because the only video game system my kids currently have is the uh, original NES that I got from my grandparents' uh, place in Florida. Nice. Uh, when we sold the place. That was I used to play. It was the exact one I used to play all the time when I was a kid. I had we had a couple of games down there. Um, I have a ton of games like in storage somewhere, but we had them. Like this would be really cool, and they enjoyed playing it. But it was just it, you know we're like you know they like the stuff. The cords are not good because the kids aren't used to cords, so they like run in. Yeah, there. they keep unplugging them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm probably gonna just move that to my office <laughs> and then just sit and play it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, we're going to get them the switch, which means I am finally going to get, uh, retro mania 
Nice. Because uh, I don't have it. I mean, they sent me one that was like for the computer, and I couldn't figure out how to download it because yeah, I'm I'm like an old person at heart, uh, <laughs> so I couldn't figure out how to download it. Uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna get them. But I, I'll get them that because I think that that's kind of cool for them to have a yeah. game that you know I'm in. Um, absolutely. But has, uh, has anybody has anyone been able to get their hands on the PS5? Not me. Because like it's like, <laughs> I don't think. I mean, someone like, has to have. It's like it's like this underground thing you got to do. Uh, you got like they made seven knows. of them. Right. Yeah. You know? And like. It's like people are hoarding them or something. You know, yeah. it's, it's weird, man. It's weird. Messed up. And I never see them out in the wild. Like, oh, I'm just going to go down to the store no. and buy a PS. No. no. They're hard to find. Uh, Andy Slichter writes, why is A Christmas Story the best Christmas movie? Because it is. Uh, it's It's another one of those movies that, didn't do too well at the theater, but once it made it in the secondary market with TV and home video, then that's that's when they exploded. You know, when I was a kid, they started doing the twenty-four hour marathons and stuff like that on TNT or whichever channel. Um, it might have been USA at first, but uh, yeah, talk about it. Just a a great movie. I, I, there's you know, you get the hipsters to you know the. the People want to be cool. Oh, I hate that movie. Fuck you. It's a great fucking, it's a great movie. You know, uh, great cast. You know, the father's perfect. The mom, uh, the mom was in uh, Slapshot, I want to say. I think she was in Slapshot. Uh, Peter, Bum- Bum- I'm going to botch that name. Peter Billingsley or ben- whatever. Sounds right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he has the distinction of being in two great Christmas movies. He's in a Christmas movie, and he's in Elf. Oh. he's the uh, head elf in Elf. You know that gets on Buddy for uh, not not being as fast as the other elves. So he's he's got that. Uh, and uh, my buddy Scotty Schwartz, you know, he gets his tongue stuck to the pole. Yeah, uh, big wrestling fan. Uh, he was in that. He was in another one of my favorite movies growing up, Kid Co. Mm. And uh, The Toy. And, um, yeah, big wrestling fan growing up. Used to go to Bill Watts UWF shows back in the day or something like that. You know, we talk wrestling all Every time I see him, we get together and talk wrestling. So, but, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great movie. And it, you, know all, you know everything that happens, but I still – you know, we all have those movies or TV shows that if they're on, your day's ruined because you have to just put the remote down yep. and sit on the couch and watch it. And that's, you know, literally, you know, the movie the movie you watch once a year, but you watch it 24 hours a day. Yep. Um, I still look, need to get to the house. They have the house out in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Got to do that. Speaking of Ohio, though. A uh, friend of the show and permanent resident of the green room, Al Snow. Um, Lo- uh, Logan Barton uh, made a statement that I'm going to rephrase as a question. Because uh, he says, Snow and Foley need a podcast, meaning he can be their Artie Lang. So what I'm going to say is, yeah. if Al Snow and Mick Foley started a podcast, would you be their Artie Lang? Oh, absolutely. I've, I basically was on many of those car rides. 
You know, uh, yeah. I, I rode with Alan Mech a lot. And uh, recently, uh, Al was on Hannibal TV channel, and they were talking about how him and Mick were having those, you know, not the dozens, but they were like, you know, they would just shoot on each other, like in a, in a yeah. playful way. Mm-hmm. But then eventually it wound up getting serious, and I was in a, in on a lot of those car rides where it's like, hey, man, this thing started out as fun, and, uh, you know. <laughs> Oh man, ease up on the gas, pump the brakes a little. Yeah, you know, it's it just things like that. But yeah, I would definitely be Darty Lang. You know, when me and you first started doing this podcast, we were like doing three or four hour episodes. Mm. Uh, I can only imagine how long those episodes would be because there's <laughs> so much to talk about. At some point, maybe you can do like a special. Yeah, you know, like a one-off special of just you and Al and Mick. Dude, he uh, Mick wrote about one thing in his uh, Foley is Good book, where uh, we're driving, uh, we're driving from Pittsburgh. No, we're driving from Cleveland to Pittsburgh, and uh, <laughs> Mick just goes, "Hey, uh, there's this song. I'm, I don't want to. I'm embarrassed to admit that I like it, but uh, it's really good." And I'm like, "Well, what's that?" He goes. Yeah, Britney Spears song hit hit me one more time. I go, oh my god, that's a fucking great song. And I was like looking at me and Mick like we're setting them up for something. Like really, you know. Anytime you think somebody's setting you up for something, all you know, if you feel like you're about to be on the <laughs> receiving end of a rib, and somebody says something, just go really, and just let the, you give them all that rope just to mm-hmm. hang themselves to see if they go through with the rib or they, you know. Hit the shoot and back out. And <laughs> so Mick goes, I mean, Al goes, really? And we're like, yeah, it's a really good, really good. And as if it was scripted in the movie, the song came on the fucking radio. <laughs> and me and fucking fu- Mick just popped like Road Warriors 85, you know, just like, ah! And we're like, you know, oh, baby, baby. And we're just like bopping and stuff like, you know, dancing and also, you know, and Al's getting into it, and then like you know, there's a, uh, you know, I still believe, still believe. And Mick's <laughs> going, Mick Foley's going, still believe. And then, as if, dude, like it was like a scene out of a movie. We, it's like Wayne's World when fucking Bohemian Rhapsody comes on. You know, we just fucking, <laughs> and we pull, and we, we there's this toll on. We're on seventy six from uh, Cleveland to Pittsburgh. And we were paying the lady at the toll, but we don't even bother turning on the radio. It's they're just looking at us like these fucking guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, just many of those fucking car rides, you know, with, with Mick and Al just to do me, you talking about the other night, you know, he won the WWF title, you mm-hmm. know, you know, we hung out, we went at, I think we went out for, uh, me, Mick, Al, and, and a bunch of people went out to uh, a Chinese restaurant that night and had some Chinese food or whatever. And then, did he have the belt with him at dinner? No, he had it at the. He, well, uh, the the funny thing, he, and he wrote about this in the book too. You know, the night he won the belt, like we go all go to this Holiday Inn in Massachusetts somewhere, and uh, there was no more rooms, 
So I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to sit in the lobby for six hours or whatever till I have to leave for the airport. Mick comes in and he sees me sitting there. And I just got this look like, uh He's like, yeah, you all right, meanie? I was like, yeah, well, no rooms. He's like, oh, when's your flight? And I tell him, and he's, he's you can see him do the math. He's like, uh, if it was three hours, you know, I'd just let him sit in the lobby. Or, <laughs> but six hours, uh, uh you want to come in my room? All right. All right. And, uh, and, uh, Mick finishes off the story. He's like, I was WWF world champion and I had 10 pounds of Chinese food and a blue meanie in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) In in his, did you share the bed with him? Uh, yeah, it was like, I think it was like a king size. I was on one side. He was on the other. Which uh, uh, king size sounds like a big bed until it's you and Mick Foley in there. Yeah. That is... uh, we watched uh, a Bronx Tale. To me, like that's one of the greatest stories in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> like, that's just <laughs> like that. That is the epitome of. There's what we fans perceive, based on what yeah. we've seen on television, and yeah. the reality of what life as a professional wrestler is. Yeah. Like we see. You know, Mrs. Foley's baby boy has done it. Mick Foley is the world champion. This is the greatest. Oh, my God. It's the greatest night of his career. And that night ends with him watching a Bronx tale with the blue meanie in his bed eating Chinese food. <laughs> like, that's ama- It's amazing. Um, it goes back to uh, a story he told where he did uh, the ICP movie. Uh, I forget what it was called. Uh but he was in the movie, and um, the Misfits were in the movie, Jerry Only and all mm-hmm. that. And they were all at the same shoot together. And uh, <laughs> Mick said uh, the, the Misfits had this, you know, uh, Winnebago. And he, he, you know, he saw their Winnebago. He's like, how many? He's like, all you guys stay in this one Winnebago, blah, blah, blah. And he finishes off. He's like, after looking at the Winnebago, uh, you know, it, it made uh, spending a night in a red roof in, listening to Blue Meanie farting to sleep, not so bad. <laughs> oh, Little to make no, uh, not no, I wasn't asleep. Was <laughs> you, you were, it was a conscious release. Yeah. Um, like uh, we, we, we'd, we'd get a room, like at a red roof forever, and uh, like Alan Mick would get to bed, I'd get the rollaway cot. <laughs> I was like, man, let me just see how, uh, you know, you try to do the one cheek sneak, you know, mm-hmm. the, but sometimes, a, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. sometimes yeah, this really happens and you just hear Mick go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you see my, you see the, uh, the, the cover shaking from me laughing, you know, <laughs> Um, so, uh, I Log- love Mick. Logan Barton has a couple other questions. One of them was, sure. did you try the belt on? Um, uh, no. Um, uh, the only time my room was somebody in the belt, a uh, belt was that was, uh, Al was hardcore champion. Mm-hmm. I s- stood there and picked up the hardcore belt and looked at it and put it back down. I was like, oh, okay. You didn't steal like a piece of it or anything like that. No, I didn't. No. Why would I? 
do that. No matter what Conrad Thompson says. Um, <laughs> Logan Barton has a question here. Meanie, uh, are you going to make the farewell Roth residency in Vegas next year? Oh, dude, I wish I could, but my fear of uh, traveling during this pandemic, and I'm sure it's sold out by now. Um, I, w- I would love to, but probably not. Uh, it's weird. Like, uh, Sammy just had a residency out there that did pretty well, but then Kisses got canceled. Kiss had a residency they were going to do. It got canceled, but... Yeah, you always hear the rumors of, you know, oh, I wonder if anybody from Van Halen's going to show up. And probably not, but it would be cool to see uh, Dave's final shows. But thank God for the uh, the world of YouTube. I'll probably get a chance to see it. So, and here's the thing about that is um, I love Dave, you know, the character. And if you ever go on as uh, he had a YouTube show called The Roth Show. Mm-hmm. He does two episodes on pro wrestling. He does an episode specifically on Japanese wrestling. And then he does a half hour on like pro wrestling. And it's so good. And you wouldn't know that you wouldn't think that he would. I mean, you kind of would because he's a, he, he's a character. You know, he, David Lee Roth's basically a wrestling character. You know, Michael PSA's kind of modeled his look and robes after David Lee Roth. But um, I oh, was I saying. Oh, the 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 thing is, like uh, Roth was open up for Kiss, and then the the shutdown happened when they reformed. Uh, Kiss kind of kicked Dave off the tour, which is weird. And That's you weird. know, Gene Gene Sim- well, and Gene Simmons came out. I was like, ah, I've I'd rather see the David Lee Roth, you know, from you know the heyday and blah 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 blah. I kind of shit on him. And they've came out with a response of just like somebody giving a middle finger, you know. Yeah. But you know, uh, I wonder if in the back of, in the in the back of my mind, I wonder if Dave took that getting kicked off the Kiss tour so hard that he's like, you know what, I'm just going to retire. Hmm. You know, just I'm just going to call it a day because he was supposed to be on that Kiss tour, and then they're like, you know, they dissed him so hard like that. Yeah, I wonder if it, it made Dave reconsider, you know, whether he wants to keep doing this, you know? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, another question kind of goes along with it. This one came from uh, from James Sorensen. Uh, are there any acts uh, that you would go on a farewell tour uh, to see? Like any, any, is there anyone specific if you're just like, hey, if I hear that they're doing their last one, I'm going. Oh, my God. Uh, seen a lot of bands, but maybe if there's like a band I hadn't seen before, I knew they were doing the fair farewell. Uh, cause I've, you know, there's bands that when they come around, I, I, I was like, there's no question I'm buying it today. You know, the Foo Fighters, I'm there every year or every tour Pearl Jam. I'm there every tour just because their shows are are an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of bands I haven't seen. You know, there's bands I wish I seen, you know, not knowing that it was going to be their last tour, you know, Nirvana. Sure. Came came around Philly, they were going to play the Armory. I wish I would. I was like, ah, I should go see them. And I never did, and not knowing it was going to be the last tour. Yeah. 
uh, comedian Mitch Hedberg. I was going to go see oh. his show in, in Washington. I was like, oh, I'll catch him next time around. And he wound up passing away, unfortunately. Uh, but I, I, I definitely would love to experience a Bruce Springsteen show. Hmm. You know, I'm, I like Bruce. I'm not a huge Bruce, you know, diehard, you know, but like just I have friends, I have friends go. who go see him every time, you know, but I heard his live shows are an experience and I, I wouldn't mind <clears throat> experiencing that. That makes sense, um, but he'll, he'll probably he'll probably tour forever. But but again, like you never know. You know hopefully he's around yeah. for a long time, but you never know. Yeah. Um, question comes to us from uh, Matt Mangle uh, at Mangle Strength. Um, writes jelly or syrup? Cool Whip. Uh, this next one. Let's see. Comes to you from uh, from our good friend Mark in Dryden. Nice. Uh, what are the chances that the Charlotte and that that Charlotte and Becky are just messing with the fans, uh, and that they've made up behind the scenes? So I don't really know. I'll be honest. Full disclosure. I don't really know what the hell's going on between the two of them. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Survivor Series. Uh, when when did Survivor Series happen? Did it happen already? Uh, uh, did, did we watch it? Yeah, yeah, we watched the the match. I came and yeah, they did the thing. All oh, right. Oh, the uh, the old gimmick schnabitz. Yeah. Yeah, the Fernum Durnum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we watched we watched it uh, uh, la not yesterday but last Sunday. We watched Survivor yeah. Series. Yes, yes, it was good on the 21st. It was really good yeah. uh, while yeah. we were doing our Patreon Zoom. We call. did? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Uh, yeah, so this question's old. Um, this question's from like three weeks ago. But um, uh, so who knows how that match turned out. But Meanie, I mean, do you think they're working people? Or do you think they're... Uh... Well, oh, in this day and age, you almost kind of have to work people. Yeah. Like behind the scenes to... I don't, I don't know if they're doing the actual Andy Kaufman bit, you know, where they're, you know, not let, letting anybody in on the, the deal. Maybe they have the, an agreement between each other that they're going to do this thing. And, you know, whoever the locker room stooges is going to stooge it off to the sheets. Right. You know, who knows? But then again, and if it's it's a shoot, it's a shame because, you know, they were, they were the four horsewomen. They came up together. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Charlotte's, you know, watching her husband do amazing things in AEW. Her, her father's over, you know, where, well, he's in limbo right now. I don't know what he's going to be doing. And uh, I'm sure she would like to, you know, maybe, I don't know if she's trying to work her way into a, a release, you know, to maybe go somewhere else, you know. That would be something, man. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame because, you know, in the words of uh, Tracy Smothers, Becky's like, you changed, man. You changed. What's your deal? Uh, it would be a shame if there, there's the real-life heat there. Um, don't know where Sasha and Bailey, there were the other four horsewomen, stand on this. You know, they, I don't know if they've said anything or chosen sides, but who knows? Uh it could be a chance of, you know, Charlotte realizing, you know, how important she is and trying to protect herself, you know? Yeah. People try to protect their brand, 
so to speak. So I don't know if that's going on and, you know, um, maybe Becky's like, hey, man, this this ain't the spirit of where we used to be. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's whatever you're hearing about isn't reality, you know, because that's just kind of how it is. Things just get blown out of proportion. It's all Um, secondhand knowledge. And they're working, like they're working, Meltzer. you know, they worked together. They did a great match. They were professionals, uh, except for that whole weird screw job at the end. Um, but you know, everything, but it's, but it's Survivor Series. So, um, yeah. Hey, got people talking. Cause you know what, you know, who wasn't talking about Survivor Series? Uh, anyone. Yeah. So it's a shame. One of the original four pay-per-views. It's like the cousin Oliver of the original <laughs> fours. That's a deep cut there um yeah yeah so all right here we go here's another question that comes to us all the way from ozevehot uh who who sent this Aaron Sheik taught me how to take a shower <laughs> hey, here's a question from shackleford when you found the lady in your room that threw up in the tub you said you had a wawa hoagie uh, what was the type of ho- what, what type of hoagie was it, and how long did you wait to eat it after the event? Great question. It was uh, it was a Wawa hoagie that I had the first half of on the ride. I was like, oh, I'll save this for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Probably a turkey, turkey hoagie, cheese and bacon. And then uh, nothing goes good with leftover sandwich that are a room that smells like vomit. Yeah. Um, Pungent vomit. Smells like something that would just take rust off a bumper. <laughs> it's fucking chunky soup. Wow. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I, would, I would have been throwing out anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was such a weird thing, man. It was like, okay, we're at a bread and bath, bed and breakfast. Do we have enjoy? Do, do they have rooms that like have joint custody at the bathroom? Like, I'll use the bathroom after you're done using the bathroom. <laughs> nope. Here comes the lady in the towel. Startled, you know. And thank God I had Mrs. Meanie with me. You know, just another woman. Yeah. What an experience. Oh. Um, thank God the guy answered his email, the guy who, who runs the place, you yeah. know, I tried calling him, you know, after a certain hour, it was well after midnight, you know, he's not going to take a phone call cause he, I mean, he kind of lives there too, right? but he's always checking his email. Thank God. I thought to send a fucking email. Seriously. He ran right up. The, he ran right up the steps, observed the, uh, the scene. Yeah. Turns my stomach. Crazy. Uh, Logan Barton has a, 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 a great question here. Meanie, how do you feel about managing Jurassic Express dressed as John Hammond from Jurassic Park, the white shirt, safari hat, and cane? Are you familiar yeah, with gonna... which character John Hammond is? He's the one That's who created that. Jurassic Park. I've never, I've never seen it. What the fuck? I've never watched Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, uh, wow. 
I am. You're blown. about to walk off set. <laughs> I am blown away. I believe last I, I've, I've last seen week I even spot. mentioned watching it on a laser disc. You remember those? <laughs> Fucking make you watch a movie and do manual labor. Yeah, man. I remember. <laughs> I've heard about that before. I'm um, surprised I uh, can remember it from a week ago. Man, some things you never forget. Um, yeah. So here's. Here, I'll hold like, it up on my screen. This I've is seen, this is John Hammond, the character there. Okay, yeah. But all blue, maybe? Well, that's the, yeah. I mean, are, what are we doing here? Are we completely repackaging you? And it's it's like, you know, like you're not even the blue meanie anymore? Or yeah. Are you, uh, are you John Bloomond? You yeah. know? Um. Yeah, I've seen the high spots from the movie. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, and uh, Wayne's World did the parody. The Tope Suicida from the uh, T-Rex. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, if a T-Rex is chasing you, just throw down a banana peel. Yeah, seems fair. He slips and he can't get up because he's got tiny little arms. Oh, God, those tiny little arms. How do you? No way to say about guys with tiny little arms. Oh. <laughs> I got. They they need somebody to help them out when they're using their manscape to trim their balls because. <laughs> hey, brace yourself. Winter is coming. <laughs> what the writers of Game of Thrones didn't want to tell you is that Bran was actually in a wheelchair because he didn't trim his balls with manscaped. Hey, did did you ever see Game of Thrones? Yes. See, I haven't. <laughs> Headset off. Uh, yeah. Man, poor guy uh, thought it was okay to trim his balls with a traditional razor or hair trimmer. Not sure what you want as a gift for the holidays? Well, Manscaped is the ultimate gift, and they're here to change the men's grooming game, and you can get 20% off plus free shipping if you use code MEANY20 at manscaped.com. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 4.0. The Performance Package 4.0 is the best in the business. This hygiene bundle includes the Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker, Boxers Travel Kit, and Liquid Formulations. The new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts, even as a light to help with your close shave down there, unless, of course, you have uh, T-Rex arms. Um, and then there's nothing you can do. You just got to get somebody else to do it for you. Uh, I guess you could always keep it. I wonder, if does it work if it's in its docking station? You can just squat down on it. Um, squat down on it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it. you use it that way. That you that even even this technology could prevent nicks, snags, and tugs. We can't say that if you squat on on your uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, the performance package also includes crop preserver. It's a deodorant for your balls, protect against chafing. Also, the crop reviver ball toner will help your boys uh, feel fresh at all times. Maybe you're on the other side of the wall. You don't know when your next shower is. No worries. The Crop Mop Ball Wipes are for you. That's right. Hey, do you have smelly feet? Well, Manscaped can help with their yes. foot duster. Oh. Foot deodorant made to fight odors. The dirtiest feet, including Meanie's. Meanie loves feet. 
So, uh, <laughs> especially especially when people got their disgusting chicken cutlet looking fucking feet uh, in the window. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, do you want to smell good everywhere? The refined cologne by Man. Is a clean and fresh scent designed for the refined gentleman. On top of everything, they've even thrown in the shed travel bag to carry your goods. And the Manscaped anti-chaving boxer briefs, I suppose, to also carry your goods. Um, get 20% off plus free shipping with code MEANIE20 at manscaped.com. During the winter, you may be spending more time inside with your balls. Might as well make them beautiful. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code MEANIE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code MEANIE20. It's time to join the Manscaped movement. These products are Snow Joe. Al Snow. Um, Logan says uh, he's, he's the meanie, but he parodies it like he used to. Yes, John Blumen. He comes out with the cane and limp and works the angle. Uh, Shackleford says good choice. Yeah. Uh, A good choice for what? Which one? I don't know. (laughs) Thanks. I don't know. (laughs) I'm assuming he's saying good choice for the blue man. I don't know. Um, Hey. Another question here. Bob Colling Jr., Right. If that is his real name. I think his real name is at Bob Resk Recap. Uh, what would it take for a 3PW reunion? Uh, that's out of my hands, really. Uh, you, people will keep asking, and that's that's a cool thing. People ask about 3PW reunions, and I talk to the folks who... I booked in 3PW, and they're like, yes, let's do that. But uh, I unfortunately no longer, the, 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 the people who own the rights to the name 3PW and the tape library is, uh, oh, what's his name? Steve Carroll, who uh, used to be involved with ECW. He, um, he bought the tape library, and... He got the uh, trademark, and he puts together these, um, like, video specials for it. And then there, there's a lot of 3PW footage on Amazon Prime. You can rent it or whatever. Legend, you know, hardcore, this, that, and the other thing. And there's, you know, photos of, like, Raven with the 3PW belt on or stuff like that. But uh, I'd love to do it. You know, it's just a matter of... Um, I mean, if Steve Carroll wants to do a one-off show and have me uh, book it, that's uh, it's basically up to him. It's it's out of my hands. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm looking it up. Uh, it looks like is he is he connected to Stonecutter Media? Yep. Uh, anytime you watch an ECW show at the end, they said Stonecutter Media. That was him. So I will say that, uh, yes, 3PW is still a live uh, trademark. Yes, I had to look it up. Uh, So, yeah, Uh, he still owns it, and he's keeping it live. So what I was going to say was, if it was a dead trademark, you give a call to Dawkins, you pick it up, (laughs) and then you can do it. You can't have the library, but you can 
but you can do it. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, hey, speaking of sense, I don't know. Uh, little Jimmy from Nebraska says Blue Meanie has a cologne. Blue Spruce Beard Care by Mad Cat Beard Care. Uh, and asked if yes. I've used the Blue Spruce yet. I have not, uh, but I think I'd like to give it a try. So maybe I'll have to place a little order ski. Yeah. Do that. On the old, on shout, the out to, uh, shout out to Josh over there, hey. madcatbeardcare.com. Oh. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's, uh, and Slichter got some. Yeah, he did. Slichter. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's because he went to manscaped.com, used promo code MEANY20, <laughs> and used the br- blue spruce. Yeah. His lady friend couldn't say no. I mean, she could. She could. She could say no. She's in, absolutely entitled to say no, and Slichter would respect that. She, he spruced it up. Um, oh. I, I get I get that. I understand what you're saying. I see what you did there. Yeah. But, uh Yeah. Definitely uh, go over to madcatbeardcare.com and uh, get some blue spruce. Help the kitties. Yep. Um, well, that's it. <laughs> we don't have any other questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, unless our... Uh, oh, so unless... Uh, Sorensen says, I got some too. Well, Mazel tov, but... Oh, do you mean the blue spruce? I think he ordered the uh, stuff for his beard. Um, In the words of David E. Roth, everybody wants some, and I want some too. Yeah, we all do. How about you? Yeah, yeah, so no other questions. So instead, we're just going to go to pick a random uh, random question um, that someone asked. Someone else on social media. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Go through somebody else's uh, ask, ask me anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, we're going to type in. <laughs> type in ask me and just see what happens. There we go. A little hashtag ask me anything. Uh, well, these are just people asking people to ask them things. How funny would that be if I never saw Jurassic Park by watch the sequels? Is that what happened? No. Okay. That didn't happen, but since we're asking anything. Um let's do a let's do an AMA here. Uh yeah, let's let's answer <sighs> other people's questions. It's kinda like when I, I hear people walking through a supermarket on and they're on their fucking cell phone. They ask somebody a question, and I'll just answer out loud that question. Like, should I get some of this cereal? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so apparently people just don't like. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is a, this is a Holly Saunders. Yes. Um, Is it? No Holds Barred exclusive AMA coming soon f- for my NFT drop November why? What the f- what? Who is this person? Fucking NFTs. Oh, cats, my dogs. Oh. She's got quite the. Uh, I'll spend thousands of dollars on something that I get this screenshot. I don't understand an NFT. I don't. I don't understand an NFT. Uh, it's, it's fucking stupid. 
James Sorensen wants a five-on-five Survivor Series valets and managers. You're a week late, sir. Yeah. That was last week's show. Come on, man. Come on. It's been a, it's been a whole be week since we recorded that. Yeah. It's been a whole uh, week since we recorded that. You're on okay, your game, little Jimmy. So who is this? Uh, it's little Okay, Jimmy. this is Dr. Uh, Daman Bahatarakia. Okay. Nailed it. Um, consultant surgeon did a, uh, yesterday did a, for the next 15 minutes, and ask me anything. Uh, hi, sir. What is your view on Max Health, please? So, Meanie, this comes to you from uh, Mally Bassick. Okay. Uh, hi, sir. What is your view on Max Health, please? Uh, it's, it's, it's the most you could do. It's the max. You know, it's, it's not minimum, minimum health. See, I say it's overvalued, low ROH, or ROE, not ROH. Uh, poor growth, and the rest I didn't study. That was yeah. his answer. Uh, oh. See, well, you, you, oh, look at you being the hotshot over here. You're like <laughs> the host of Jeopardy who has the answers, and yep. he goes, ha, 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 you're wrong. Well, dude, you got the answers right on the fucking thing right in front of you. Don't fucking big shot me, pal. Um, Fuck you, Alex. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Well, this person asks. Uh, okay, perfect one from uh, Kotha Ganesh. Uh, sir, are you a doctor? Uh, no. Okay. Um, Not professionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what else. Let's see what else we got here. Um, I'm the fat guy who gives you diet tips. This person's holding, uh, holding a, a, a. I have a diet coke, please. I want to request a video of me crushing him. I don't understand what's happening here. DM me. This is a video of this person holding a doll by her. Vag- what is? What is this? What? what am I seeing? I don't know. This is a. This is a person uh, at Ruby's legs. I take requests for custom videos as well as having pre-made videos for sale where she crushes things with her feet and yells at it. Why would you tell me this? I hate feet. But no, no, no. Like for shoot, she... This is what this person does. She steps on... She has video of her stepping on stuff. What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> I don't know. So, so here's a question. Want to request a video of me crushing things? No. Um, I, I want to watch a video of you putting your fucking shoes back on. Yeah. Um, Get those fucking things away from me. All right. So... Uh, yeah, I couldn't find any good, like, what is this? Ask. What is this? These I don't want to search the random. You know what? I got to tell you, I like wrestling Twitter. Yeah. I, I never thought I'd say that, but holy shit. When you just click a random ask me anything, 
You see parts of Twitter that you do not want to see. The dark web. Which makes me fearful of what the dark web looks like if this is the non-dark web and it looks Dude. horrible. Um, People talk about it. I'm like, uh. um. Okay, hey, more questions. We stalled long enough to get more questions. Uh, <laughs> uh Andy Slichter writes, thoughts on the Spectrum Sixers uniforms as a fan of the former building? Dude, pretty sweet. You know, me being a big fan of everything Philly and my love affair for the Philadelphia Spectrum. They're awesome. I'm I'm contemplating getting some kind of Spectrum type tattoo down the line, but. You should. I should. Maybe get it My, of uh, the spec, like make it look like the spec. <gasps> what if? Hear me yes. out. You've got that the uh, the um, uh, Van Halen tattoo that goes around your ankle, right? My Which leg. is he- still healing up. Yes. Right. What if you got a tattoo around your ankle, around your leg, maybe the other one of the yeah. spectrum, huh. but it's so wherever you are, it looks like. It's like the outside of the spectrum, but all the way around. That's pretty interesting. Or if you didn't want to, I mean, yeah, because the spectrum was round. Yeah. So you can, yeah, that's. America's showplace. Yep. It's pretty cool. I got to go to the last event there ever, which was Pearl Jam. Uh, 2009, and it was Halloween, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That was the last con- last event there, and then I went for the uh, thing where you pay like twenty bucks to go in there and loot the the spectrum. I got like four cha- I got four spectrum chairs, an office chair, and uh, I locked up with uh, Chubby Dudley. Yep. So we yeah officially, it's like man, we never wrestled in the spectrum. Let's lock up, and we locked up. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, high spots. Logan Barton wants to know if you can eat at one place in PA, where would it be? What's your number one? Dude, we just went to, oh my God, what's that place? Oh, it's the fucking Smorgasbord uh, in Lancaster. Any relation to uh, Dale Torborg? <laughs> no. Oh my God. Oh, Shady Maple, we went there. It was all right. Um,. It's like this, it's like a tourist thing. But uh, if I could eat yeah, at one place in Pennsylvania. Uh, kind of, um, I live in Philly. So we got every place you want to eat. You know, Patch, Dino's, Tony Luke's, John George Pork, Phil Steaks, My Pals. That's an underrated place in Philly. It's a place called My Pals. M-I slash P-A-L-S, My Pals. Really good hoagies. And then in Pittsburgh, you got Permanente Brothers. Meh. Um, eh. Shackleford says, Shady Maple is free on your birthday. Shit. Dude, I, I, I literally ate until I had the shit. <laughs> So that would be so. So it's both your number one and your number two. Yes. Okay. Number three. Uh, 
Uh, little Jimmy from Nebraska is going to... What's that? Number three is when you pee and poop. Oh, my. What's number four, then? Uh, little Jimmy... Goes through the two. <laughs> little Jimmy from Nebraska. Uh, I think this is going to probably be our last one here. What? Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. Uh, Logan... Barton does say mine is Lenny's now called Ashley's in Conshohocken or Delessandro's. Haven't tried Roxbury yet. I need to try Delessandro's. I, I, I've heard great things. James Sorensen, little Jimmy from Nebraska, writes: What teams can someone be a fan of and still be in the good graces of Meanie and Josh? Just not the Cowboys. Just not the Cowboys. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, it, as a, as an Eagles fan, I'm not even really. Uh, I don't get as angry at the Giants and the Red or well, the Washington Football Team as I do the Cowboys, and I think that has to do with like, you know what? I'm the, I don't even really have a problem with Cowboys fans who are f- actually from fucking Texas. It's the fucking Philly Jersey fucking Cowboys fans that. Bought their all their fucking starter gears in the nineties when they you know they had the three Super Bowls, <laughs> two, two Jimmy Johnson won and third was a fucking fluke. Uh, who's that guy? Fucking uh, the guy who replaced Jimmy Johnson. I can't think of his name. Uh, I don't know. Coach he coached Steve Williams at OU. Uh, somebody in the room help. <laughs> help us please. But, yeah. Uh but yeah. It's the Philly Jersey Cowboys fans that yeah, you know, arguing with a Cowboys fan from New Jersey is like playing fucking chess with a fucking pigeon. Cuz even if you fucking beat them, they'll just knock over all the pieces of shit on the board and walk off like they fucking want something. Fuck them. And that's the why Meanie will never play chess with a what was it? A pigeon? pigeon it's like playing chess with a pigeon he'll just walk around knock over pieces of shit on the board and walk off like he actually won the fucking game it's amazing dude I, I, barry switzer thank you very much you're welcome shaka ford barry switzer who goes around on uh wikipedia and just puts a little asterisk next to his super bowl um <laughs> fucking barry switzer he was the uh, he was the coach of the Cowboys on the infamous uh, fourth and one game. Uh, he fucking cost them the Eagles, Cowboys, Veteran Stadium. Uh, Cowboys had the fucking I want to say they had the uh, some a slight lead or whatever, and they were trying to put the game away. Went for fourth and one. Eagles stop them, and then there was some bullshit thing. Oh, there was a timeout. Yeah, whatever. So he, Barry Switzer tries to run the exact same play, and the Eagles stop him again, and there's an awesome Merrill Reese call. He stops him again! And they were in within field goal range, and the Eagles kicked the field goal and won. Shoved it <laughs> right up his fucking Barry Switzer ass. <laughs> <laughs> right up his Barry Switzer ass. Right up his Barry Switzhole. Oh. Man. Uh, I I get heated when it comes to the Eagles Cowboys. Uh, you know that uh, Dave uh, Sturchio, who does play by play for WrestlePro, uh, um, he is a good a good guy, but uh, great great guy. Terrible sh- taste in teams. 
Uh, is he Yankees fan? Uh, well, which doesn't bother me as much. Of course he likes the Yankees. But that's what I'm and, saying. And when the you Cowboys. To, it made me think about, and I love him. It's great. Uh, just guess, as you're listening to this yesterday, we just did uh, WrestlePro together. But um, it, uh, but man, he's a Cowboys fan. Diehard Cowboys and Yankees. It's like man, like who, who like what's your what's your uh, uh uh your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? What is it? Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, The Undertaker, Stone Cold. Like yeah. come on. Let me let me guess. He likes the Lakers too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like like come on. How? Oh, I like I he, he, here here's his fucking squad. He likes he likes the Yankees, he likes the Cowboys, he likes the Lakers, and he likes the Penguins probably <laughs> because they all win championships. Or I or, uh Hey, I never watched baseball before. Who has the most championships? Oh, the Yankees. I'll pick them. So I'm going to be in uh, in uh, in Texas this April. Oh, I wish you had said this Tuesday. <laughs> this Tuesday in Texas. Oh man, I think that uh, no, I'll be I'll be home by Tuesday. Um, but I I'll uh, be home by Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm planning to be there. I'm, I'm booked, Terry, uh, to be there. Don't know if I'll actually be at WrestleMania, um, but I'll be working, you know, uh, all around it. But I am kind of, I would like to be in that building. It does seem like a pretty cool stadium. Um, oh, G- Jerry world. Yeah. But I, I would, I would be, cur- I would be curious to walk around that, that building if, uh, if I can go for free. I would love to go up to Jerry Jones and put a flashlight next to his head to see if he could see a skeleton. He's Jeez. so translucent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that uh, note. Hold on, hold on, little Jimmy's got one. Is there a player that came from the Cowboys that went to the Eagles that Nene liked? I'm trying to think of. The last person I could think of was DeMarco Murray. He kind of stunk it up, but that that was more of the play calling. I thought the I thought the question was going to be anybody from the Cowboys that you wound up disliking, but you know, I you know, now that they're retired, I could give Aikman and Troy Ramos I was going to say Troy Aikman, I don't mind now. Yeah, cuz he doesn't pose any threat to the Eagles. Wow. You know, him him and Romo. I used to goof on Romo cuz he was like the Barney Fife of quarterbacks. He was always doing something goofy, you know, whether it's, you know, fumbling the, the snap in Seattle and trying to run it in, clutching his helmet and whatever. But, I, hey, Romo can call a great game. Yeah. Him and Aikman are great announcers. I cannot deny that. And the, the fact that, you know, they no longer pose a threat to the Eagles because they're not playing. Joe Buck can, get, re- I, can uh, respectfully fuck himself, in my opinion. But <laughs> Joe, Joe Buck yourself. Yeah. Um, oh man this has been fun this has been fun kind of yeah this this uh this has been great thank you everybody uh for for tuning in thank you for the questions we really uh really appreciate that uh and this is uh again you know uh here here we are on the 29th of november uh i can't believe this month flew by here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. <laughs> Remember that show, Silver Spoons? Ricky Schroeder? 
Yeah, I remember. Roger, I remember hearing about it. We learned about it in history class. Um, you son of a bitch! But uh, but hey, tis I almost like is the worst. Tis almost the season, so uh, it's time to be doing your shopping. So I just want to say before we get out of here that uh, you know what else they call Monday, the twenty ninth of November. They call it Cyber Monday. Well, today we call it Meanie Monday because as you're listening to this, you are able to save an amount of a percentage that we have not yet discussed as of this recording by using code Meanie Monday. Let's write that down. Code Meanie Monday, if you use that uh, at... Uh, if you go to mindofthemeanie.com to get our figures, we are doing a sale right now. Meanie Monday. That's the code. Meanie Monday. Uh, now, the code is also st- probably still working. You can try out the other code, which was Blue Friday. We had that one. And you're saving, screw it, Meanie, what do you think, 20%? Yeah. 20% off of, uh, off of anything there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so go do that. Uh, Hey, pod squad, Patreon members. We have a Patreon only, uh, group where you can get merchandise, uh, and you can use those same codes there to save yourself 20% as well. Yeah. Um, and those are good until midnight tonight by midnight tonight. I mean, Monday. The 29th of November. So, again, those were, since we all know, it was Blue Friday and Meanie Monday. And it was to save 20%. So, I don't think those figures are going to be here anymore by the time time you're listening to this. So, rock and roll. Um, Yeah. Anything else, Meanie? Uh, thank you to uh, everybody who submitted questions. Thank you for the uh, pod squad who's uh, watching us live as we record this for uh, sending some fun questions. This was some fun banter. Uh, thank you to everybody who supports us. You can support us by going to prowrestlingtees.com slash blue meanie slash mind of the meanie slash so says Chernoff. Thank you. Uh, go to Chernoff's page. Get the uh, sarcasm is my superpower shirt. That is my favorite shirt. Do it. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, go to cameo.com slash blue meanie slash so says Chernoff. Get a couple wishes from us. Uh, mm. You know, holidays are coming up. You know, how you know Thanksgiving just passed, but Christmas is right around the corner. So get them in, get them in, get them early. Or go to, you know, go to personalities.com slash blue meanie. I got the uh, BWO Christmas Ugly Christmas T-shirt, so uh, check that out. Um, if you uh, enjoy what you hear every day, every Monday when you download at six a.m., you want to watch along like our great group of uh, Patreons here are. Go to Patreon.com/slash Mindedamini, and uh, you can watch us each and every week live as we record this exclusively on Patreon. So. Am I, did I miss anything? No, man, you nailed it. And uh, I, I'm not even needed anymore. But what I will say is I want to <laughs> wish, uh, I hope everybody had a, a, a safe, healthy, and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. The holidays are upon us, but we are uh, deep in uh, day two, night two happening tonight of Hanukkah. Uh, so I hope if you celebrate, uh, 
I hope that you ha- are having a happy Hanukkah. Um, and uh, yeah, have a, have a couple of latkes on me. Yeah. And uh, I'll, pr- I'll provide the uh, sour cream. <laughs> uh, with that, um, Meanie, thank you for a, a, another wonderful episode. Thank you for being so uh, open. And uh, thank you for being as transparent with your answers as, uh, as the Cowboys Jerry Jones is with his skin, I guess. There's got to be a knob at the back of his head that just tightens that shit up. <laughs> Um, well, thank you, everybody, and I can't believe this is the last episode of November, and I can't believe that next week we are going to be uh, coming to you with the first episode of December, the last month of 2021. Uh, but also, uh, hey, if you haven't yet, make sure that you you tune into uh, the new Thanksgiving Eve tradition. It aired on Fight on Thanksgiving Eve, but it's there on demand. That's talking with Friendsgiving. Give that a uh, give that a shot, if you would. And uh, and hey, go over to ProWrestlingTees.com, uh, talking with friends. See if you can pick up this cool T-shirt that I've been wearing for two weeks in a row. Um, yeah. But uh, that's it. Just wanted to get that little plug in there. Anyway, yeah. Well, why not? I'm a bit of a whore. Whore. Good. Good. Good shit, pal. Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this has been great. Another episode of Ask Meanie here on Mind of the Meanie, and we will see you next sun. Next, fuck me, running. We will see you next Monday and every Monday for another trip into the mind of the meanie. Blue World Order. The world of MLW Radio never stops.